0: just wanted to say that there's a song uh, at the back of this uh podcast and it's actually uh um was influenced from some writings and a drawing that i sent over to paul aspel um in april 2020 after buster passed away and i just want to mention that i used um the wrong name uh, john Summerton is the gentleman that uh, produced and sings on the song and uh between Paul Aspo and John, they put this together. I helped writing the initial words, and then they interpreted it and made it into a song. So, I'm just sort of correct because I call him John Summerby in the um, in the podcast, and my editing's not that great. So, I thought I'd just throw that at the start. So, apologies to John, and uh, the songs at the back end. I hope you enjoy it. Hey good morning, this is Martin and this is Good Grief 100 Days, my little podcast and um, we're probably about, I don't know, 62 days in from when this started and so um, I, I sat down the other day to sort of reflect back on how far I'd come, what sort of happened and uh, I um, thought I'd just share that with you. So we've, this is the um, the, the 16th Podcast, so the the second series, episode eight, and um, it's kind of a benchmark moment because uh, this is like a summary of what's happened so far and highlights, I guess. So I did this hundred day challenge. Hundred days creative challenge that you get up every day and you do something creative regardless whether you feel like it or not. And um, that's not to say you put it out there in the world, but you you work on something, you think about something and you try and generate something, some idea. In my case, it's been drawings, um, putting a podcast together. Uh, I've implemented an exercise routine which I was always doing but I've just made sure there's 100 push ups every morning and generally I do it when when I'm making a coffee Uh, I tick that off and so I think we've probably done illustrations about, I probably would have done 30 I reckon Uh, I've done the poems stories ending with the last line fuck probably about a I don't know, maybe 20 of those, maybe 25. Um, Obviously, this is the 16th uh, podcast, Struggling with the Gears. I'm in my van. I'm on the way to the beach, by the way. Uh, It's 23 minutes past five. It's a Saturday morning. And um, I know I've knocked out about 5,700 push-ups because I've jotted them down. And that's just exercise I wouldn't have done if I hadn't have thought about doing this. Um, other than that, I've got a little bit of gym work that I do and a bit of surfing, as you know. And um, I also want to touch on the, um, the start of this journey, which is way back, let's say, 1st of April 2020. Just after that, I jotted down my thoughts on a page with some little doodles that I just drew, which, helped me sort of uh, express how I was feeling after Buster passed away. And uh, there was a whole myriad of thoughts that just went down on paper and it was everything from taking Buster to football games, playing with his dog, making him porridge when he was a kid, and his sister, uh, reading them stories, loads of things. Anyway, I said it to this guy in the UK, Paul Aspel, I've mentioned a number of times. Paul's pretty connected. He's got a friend called John Summerby, who's um, quite famous in the UK. he used to be on top of the pops back in the day. Had a band, I suppose the English ver- English comparison to the Bay City Rollers, if you want to use that as a, a comparison. And I'm going to get more details on John because he um, has a bit of an impact in this uh, in this podcast. Uh, Paul spoke to John and told him about Buster and. As a surprise he sent him my poems, stories, illustrations, and they were very basic. Anyway, they started to work on a a song and they used the words from my page that I emailed him or sent him and 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 collated the song around those. Now this has been going on now for quite a long time and there's been a backwards and forwards as this it has got further along in its production. Um, we've changed the words a number of times, changed the style of the song. And then only two days ago, I managed to uh, open an email and found um, that Paul had sent me the two versions of the song. And this song now, which is called Just Be A Good Friend, well, that's the the main chorus. I assume that's going to be the name of the song. It's going to be used uh, for a children's charity over in the UK. And uh, so I hope to be able to play that on this um, podcast in fall. There's two versions, actually. So I've just picked one of them. It's a reggae version, and there's one that's a little bit like um, Pink Floyd version, which is really dreamy, but uh, I... Prefer the upbeat version personally. So I'm going to play that to you and uh, you can tell me what you think. Um, I guess the biggest highlight for me throughout this also has been it's been noticeable. My thought patterns have changed and I'm really enjoying the daily creative exercise. So it's brought something else into my day which includes a bit of excitement as well, a bit of optimism, a bit of purpose, Um, and it's on multiple layers because I'm doing quite a few things now off the back of it, and uh, it's quite rejuvenating, Uh, and I suppose that for me is the biggest noticeable personal change. I'm communicating differently, Uh, you know, people have commented on the um, excitement in my voice, have engaged with people differently because some people that have listened to this stuff or read it on Facebook or Instagram uh, have spoke to me about it and, and, and passed comments about their own efforts to do some sort of routine or bring something into their day and the most wonderful things that have happened to me really as a result of putting this out has been people contacting me to say that they have written a letter to their son or the parents who are aging and just um, outline their love for them and their story and pass that on to their loved ones or are going to do that. It's probably the most important message that I could pass out to anybody because that's a significant moment in my life uh, in giving Buster a letter from me. On his 14th birthday, before he passed away, he got to read everything that I thought that I wanted to say to him. And um, just fucking brilliant. Really brilliant. I did mention that we've got the Buster Boat Cup happening and uh, it's actually tomorrow. And so it's been advertised uh, on um, various social media outlets that there's going to be a tournament. There are four games at um, Murdoch University, Melville Football Club, and um, that's on tomorrow as well. Um, Yeah, lovely, lovely. The illustrations have been going great too. I I don't make any plans when I sit down to draw. I just have these little shapes now, which I've got in the habit of starting with, and uh, they're generally just a circle with a line through them and a couple of dots for eyes. And I guess that character really is Buster. I put him in the sky, I put him in the pictures, and... Expressionless is not the right word because they do have expression. It's it's not a happy face, it's a... A face... Um, I can't even describe it. Melancholy, I guess, would be the easiest... Uh, visual description I can describe Um, and that just then starts the the drawing off and then I go into wherever it goes whether it's and it's usually just shapes and I just start to build on that and then whether I do black and white or colours I don't know Um, so I thought I'd take some of these now and look at the um, ones I've done so far and pick out maybe a couple for some t-shirts or something like that some are going to have the um, riding in the background, and some will just be as is. You know, be nice if a few people were walking around with these uh, with these on. It'd be kind of cool. But again, my agenda is not to do anything other than be authentic throughout this process. So I'll, I'll do them anyway. Um, I don't want a job of. Hosting or delivering t-shirts to people and uh, it being be hard work. So I look at some various platforms to see, um, I think Amazon do it, and there's some online sort of print companies that do it where you lodge your graphics and people order. So, I don't know. Maybe a few people might want to grab a couple, I don't know. Um, been lovely too. People that I don't speak to a lot, have commented that they've just got onto Spotify and started following this podcast and, and are quite enjoying the, the chats, you know. it's um, It was always my thought that someone would go to a coffee shop and just plug in, and if they were on their own, they might listen. Um, might inspire them to pick up a pen, start writing something, drawing something, making a little plan to do every day. Something that's really going to be effortless, you know. Um, I use the push-ups as an example, because it really takes as long as the kettle boils. And then a couple of minutes after the uh, milk's gone in for the, the cup to cool, and there's 100 push-ups. It could be a couple of squats. Just do something every day, and uh, bring something into your life. Make an effort to talk to somebody every day, smile at someone every day. I mean, you can do a whole load of different things. In, in my case it was a creative um, I was trying to expand on the creativity in my world and and this has given it a bit of purpose a little platform so you know being a frustrated creative person all my life and if I go way back you know I, I started to write a children's story and I really thought that that was my um, light bulb moment where that was going to be my plan to get rich quick and that was going to be the path for my life I was going to write kids stories, illustrate them, put them out, people would buy my masses and it never happened my traditional mundane work continued and uh, me like everybody else, I actually don't mind my job, I'm in property uh, and um, I quite like doing it But it's very straight, you know what I mean? It's not creative, there's not much creativity to it. Um, I like thinking outside the box. I like using my imagination. And and it feels, it's fulfilling. Uh, I think ultimately that's where I've arrived at. Um, I have been, I've just started to read a, a book, by the way and um, it's by Jill Bolte taylor She's a neuroscientist. And that sounds pretty heavy, eh? What happened was she had a stroke at the age of, ah, gosh, she's in her 30s, I'm sorry, I can't remember the date or her years, but uh, part of her brain shut down. So she lost the ability to remember or plan ahead. She could operate in the moment and what she did, she identified that there were four parts to her brain, two left, two right. She identified what each part of that brain did. Now this isn't profiling by the way, this is the characteristics of your brain. And when she noticed sections of her brain shutting down as a result of this stroke, she lost her memory, which, if you think about what defines us, we have all these memories. So let's say, I use the emotion of, um, uh, I don't even know what to call it, I wish I was a bit more articulate. Let's say you're upset with somebody, somebody you saw from high school, that you never liked, whatever happened and uh, every time you see them, you react. Physically you react, don't you? You see them and within 90 seconds you're in some sort of pain or experiencing a, a change of mood or whatever. Now we apply that to many things. Anyway, you take all that away, all of a sudden you have no fear. You're not scared of anything. You don't worry about anything. Nothing's, you don't recall anything ever happening. So there's a calmness in that part of your world. And she describes it that once she become aware of it, and you know there's a lot more to this book than what I'm explaining, she identified it takes 90 seconds for that pain or that experience to arrive in the body. And you can let it go. But typically what we do, we relive, we relive. So these things continue to... Occur in us and affects us physically, and we have the power within our bodies to control that. Now, losing a child is pretty extreme uh, on the radar of grief, and um, it's not so easy to manage. But now I'm starting to understand a little bit more. It means that I can bring forward another part of my brain to step up and suppress the right word, maybe choose to dominate the other emotion. It's probably a better way of explaining it. Um, So I want to start to implement more of this into into my world and my thinking and my operating system I guess to try and have a happier more fulfilling life. I don't want to go into misery uh too often although I do get pretty sad a lot of the time but not all the time so I think I'm probably doing it anyway and again bringing these creative uh, projects into my life is uh is definitely uh, working those uh, more positive um parts of my brain more consciously you know Uh, I'm I'm making a a conscious effort to be happier than um, probably a lot of other people might be going through this. Um, It'll be a bit of a journey, eh? I didn't mean to get morbid, but I I thought that was really interesting. And I want to suggest that, do what I did first. Jump online, check out the TED Talk, as I mentioned. Um, She's a neuroscientist. And um, Jill Brooke Taylor Jill Bulk Taylor sorry PhD and um, it's pretty interesting apparently it was the very first viral TED talk in it's infancy and uh, she's written a couple of books so the book that I got here is called Brain Living and um was given to me by Wayne O'Donnell, so thanks Wayne. And uh, I've just started to listen to her interviews on Spotify, which is a really easy starting point, isn't it, before you go charging into a, a book, to find out about the person you're reading about and about what the uh, the book might be about. So now I've done a few interviews online that I've found. Um, yeah, I've started reading. and. Uh, it's going to be my thing for a, a little while and um, I reckon the beach is getting closer the light is starting to uh, come up above the trees slightly I've got a nice silhouette on my left of the uh, the light the sun's not up yet really but uh, definitely there's light cutting through and I can see the outline of the trees quite clearly now just past the Bunbury Mandra signpost and uh, that tells me that I'm probably halfway to where I'm going and I hope there's some waves. I've got a couple of surfboards in my car. I've got uh, a 9 foot 6 McTavish which is my big love and I've got a, um, a Yop 96 SUP board which is a stand-up paddle board. So when it's a bit flat I just paddle up the coast And if there's waves, I pedal out on my board. I'm in the van. We've been on the freeway, so you wouldn't have heard much chugging, just the the whirring of the wheels and the sound of the air whizzing past. Um, Not a great deal of cars out today. And uh, it's Saturday morning, as I said, so have a cracking day. Thanks for listening to the um, podcast approved by Martin 100 Days. I hope you bring your a 100 day practice into your world. Now, fingers crossed, at the back of this, I'm gonna have the song, Just Be A Good Friend, by John Somerby. There'll be some uh, more details about John and uh, his studio over in the UK. Thanks to Paul Aspel for um, getting right behind this project and uh, being so supportive over the last few years and, and influencing me in so many different ways. Uh, And you've been a great friend for over 30 years. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much.
1: i